right on point that was awesome that's what i'm talking about best work man i've been working i've been waiting all week to lay drop that drop that air horn (laughs) see how street i am i can't i can't even turn it off i uh i see you brought your mustache today back to the podcast and soul patch Uh, you look like tom Selleck light right now Tom Selleck, light. You think you think his was more robust than this this caterpillar? Uh, no, that's true. Yours is pretty thick. Man, this is dangerous. If I was in the old west, ooh, ooh, <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. You know, and I brought a uh, sturdy Guinness. Yeah. Because I was so thinking sick. about it still from last week. I had one last week after our show. We were talking about it. And I was like, I think I'm going to have another. It's 5 o'clock, so I'm going to have another one. And it's it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. Um, and um, I, I went down to the grocery store this week. And I don't have a mask. I don't know where to get a mask. So I, I had to wear a bandana. Right? Uh-huh. So I look like a burglar. Yeah. I look like a bandit. <laughs> um, and you couldn't show off that stash, which is like the real crime. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I went down. Why was I starting to tell you this? Oh, I bought another six pack of Guinness. Ice cold. So fine. <laughs> ice cold. For some reason, when you say ice cold, it sounds like illegal. <laughs> the way you say it. Ice cold. Like it's not ice supposed cold. to be. You're ice doing cold. it that way. <laughs> it's nasty. Ooh, it's ice cold. Ooh, we don't want none of that. <laughs> Why does that say sound wrong? I don't know. What have you been yeah, uh, cool. been up to this whole week? Uh, honestly, just doing that quarantine shuffle where I. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I'm I'm staying on track. Like I'm reading uh, this morning. Uh, I, I went on a run with our, our friend of the show, Sticks Adenia from Steel Panther, and we did. We had a great. You know, the sun was out. It's a beautiful day. So like I'm I'm staying active, I'm working out, I'm I'm reading, I'm writing, I'm coming up with pitches for shows. Uh I'm trying to line up dominoes and I'm also just doing some personal growth stuff like reading books, you know, and trying to improve myself. Um so that when we when we do come out of this this shit show, um I can, you know, the dominoes will be lined up, you just knock them over and get back to work, start creating material. That's great. How about you? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing the quarantine shuffle. I go mostly from my bedroom to the couch and back to the bedroom yeah. uh, and the nursery and the kitchen. I've been trying to not go to the kitchen as much since that's 
Uh, but it's like, I, I don't know. I, uh, everything's getting a little bit easier uh, on the home front. You know, we're just, we're going through a little, oh, <laughs> Reese cups. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. The worst. Yeah. worst. I go do a great, I go do a good workout today. And then I come back and I polish off a hundred of these. <laughs> Reese cups. These Reese's mini, mini cups. Come on, Riggle. Yeah, we got uh, Easter candy that was mailed to us, and um, I'm so good until like two or three o'clock, and then I'm like, no, I need sugar and alcohol, and then there we go. Yeah, chocolate and alcohol, which by the way, that's what Guinness has, a little bit of both, <laughs> yeah. is, is golden, it, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's in demand. I, I hear you on that. By the way, yeah. that video you posted uh, of... Um, Maverick going in every time the baby cries it was so pleasing to me. I, I loved it. It absolutely made my day. I mean, every single time he like, we're, well, we're trying to get the baby to sleep, to take naps in his crib, which is yeah. like a whole new process. And that's, so that made all of last week very stressful. It's getting a little bit better every day, but Maverick does not like it when the baby cries. So he has to go and see, why the squeaky toy is just turning on. He just can't figure it out. Most, most babies crying scare all males, dogs, <laughs> human men. Doesn't matter if it's a male species. We don't, the crying makes us go, Oh, make us stop. He's like, he's not really much of a cry. Like he'll whine, but he doesn't really cry. But today, like I finally got him to lay down in his crib and he was just fine. And then he was just kind of whining. Like he didn't really want to be in there. Wasn't really crying. And so I finally went and picked him up after like 20 minutes because he had just been like laying in there whining and whimpering, but not crying. And I was like, okay, I guess he's not going to go to sleep when we try something else. And then I picked him up and he cried harder than I have ever seen. Like I, I thought I hurt him. Like he was just, like, his face turned so red and he wouldn't breathe. He was just, and he cried like this like like till every last ounce of oxygen left his body and i was like what is wrong uh, he just feels so bad like a, a spider bite did he you know the spider get his diaper bite his dingaling yeah. a bad gas sometimes bad gas is the devil oh and yeah that, that for sure babies yeah no i mean no that wasn't it i it was just like uh I've been whimpering and he was just mad that I was just now coming to get him, I guess. I don't know. Or, or maybe it was like one of those like relief cries, like don't ever do that again kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure. <sighs> but yeah, I know all about the gas. We've had a couple instances where like he gets a little backed up and then he finally poops and like he ruined his Easter outfit on Sunday because he had poop all the way up to his neck. <laughs> his I mean, it went all the way. Yeah. And then we're like changing him and it's just still coming out as we're cleaning the diaper. Like just more is coming out. So that's happened a few times in the last week. So it could be that he's just has an upset tummy. Mm. <laughs> you know about diarrhea up to your neck, right? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy the places it can go. Oh. Are you are you still are you in the throes of that gear? 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm currently, you know, I think you're in the throes of that for quite a while, so I'm still in that. Um, currently, he's got his third tooth working through, and it's cutting right uh, through that gum line. And uh, yeah. let's just say he's not enjoying that experience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You got, some, you got some for him to teeth on? You oh, know, like a little chew thing. Oh yeah, the uh, about half the freezer is devoted to chew toys now. But um, you know, you 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 give him give him one, he throws it at you. You give him another, he throws it at the cat. You you give him you know maybe around that ninth one, he'll he'll take it and calm down for a, a hot second, and and then uh, then you start over. Mm. Yeah, it's incredible. Like what he's also just found his hands, so he goes he does this thing where he sucks on them and then he just smacks himself in the face like really hard over and over again with them and i'm like what is happening (laughs) i like worry that they don't have the motor controls yet they don't have the motor skills or at least where cage is as far as being able to so there's a lot of that i used to i used to get up on all fours of my crib and bang my head into the (laughs) the now we know It's, I know. It's, all that stuff's commonplace. My uh, uh, daughter just turned 16, so I've got a whole different bag of problems and issues other than you guys. <laughs> you guys are still in the small stage. I'm at the, oh, my God, she's got a car. It's uh, it's happening stage. That was my question. Does she have a car? She does. She got a, she got a hand-me-down, just like all 16-year-olds should get, you know. Yeah. You can't get fresh. Mm-hmm. Got to get. They got to get the hand me down. Learn how to handle that first. She didn't get the truck though. No, she got the uh, the Explorer. Oh, okay, good. Uh huh. <laughs> I could just see her like just a big hemi truck. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Good luck, honey. No, <laughs> great. I gotta say, in the sense, the quarantine's been uh, helpful in this sense. Um, uh, driving lessons every day. We go out driving every day. We go good, out driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and her, her skills, I can tell just in the, you know, in the several weeks that we've been driving, her skills and her confidence have gone through the roof. Like I, I, now I just, I don't even stress. I just sit there and go along for the ride. And we drove into LA. Like we don't get out. Oh, of the wow. car we, you know, I want her to get used to the 101 and the 405 and all these nasty intersections. And I kind of like, you want to stay in this lane for as long as possible because this is going to happen. And, you know, you start a mile away because it's, the traffic's always bad. You'll get pinched mm-hmm. out. And uh, so just I'm trying to give her all these things. I'm sure it's going in one area. She's catching, she's retaining about 10% of what I tell her, but she's, oh, uh, yeah. she's doing fine. It's also going to be such a int- different world when more cars are on the road. So at least she's getting practice now with like when it's a little safer and, Although when you get on the freeway now, people drive a hundred miles an hour because no one's on the freeway. <laughs> this is also true. This is also <laughs> true. Uh, but it, it's nice. It is nice for her to learn in a less hectic environment because yeah. LA driving is hectic as all heck and, and people don't take any prisoners and there's a lot of angry drivers and a lot of idiot drivers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, very much so. Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, you'll cross all those bridges in time. You'll cross them all. I will never have a 16-year-old daughter, and that is <laughs> that is something I can wear as a badge of honor. I don't know. 16-year-old son might be scarier behind the wheel. <laughs> oh, maybe behind the wheel? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe behind the wheel. Just, I mean, I just mean in life. Like, uh, but yeah, well, listen, you, my, your my daughter's 16, pretty good. My 16th birthday, I, I had a little little... Little ding a little dingaroo. Mm-mm. Sixteenth birthday. On your birthday? Yeah, yeah. No, really? 
What'd you yeah. do? Oh, I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> just on the outside chance my daughter watches this. I can't, I can't ever. <laughs> yeah, I think I got in a wreck. Um, was I 15? I, I must've been 15 because my mom was in the car with me and I still, I know she's listening to this. I still blame her for it. Uh, <laughs> I hope she's listening. Why? What did she, what did she, she write do? it down? I hope she never forgets. Um, well, uh, we were, I was driving to school and she would always let me drive to school when I was still had my learners and I was making a right turn well, there was a truck coming and he had his blinker on like he was going to turn right on the road that we were turning off of. So I thought he was going to turn. So I started to go out and my mom was like, <gasps> you know, she does like that mom thing. And she's like, no wait, you know? And so then I stop and then he hits me. And I'm like, if I had kept going, he probably yeah. wouldn't have, hit me, you know, but and that's you, the, out, you made me stop. You scared me. <laughs> and then... You bring up a great point because I, I I'll let you finish. Go ahead, finish. No, that's it. I'm done. I, but I still think it's her fault. It's definitely mine. I I shouldn't have assumed that guy was turning, but I think she should assume partial responsibility. <laughs> well, that's the, that is the one thing I I have tried not to do is to like go oh my god or you know do a big <laughs> because it it to and you forget like to a novice driver that makes them lock up. Yeah, they freeze in fear instead of taking action and taking initiative and, 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 you know, like being decisive, they do the opposite. They go catatonic and they just kind of freeze. And mm-hmm. you're like, uh, no, no, this is not. So I've been trying to, even when I'm stressed, I go, <laughs> but there are times where you're like, go, 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 go. Because they kind of creep out and you're like, Oh, they're an accident waiting to happen. And you have to teach them how to be decisive. Like if you're going, go, don't dick around. Yeah, yeah, go, go, you know, just let me do my daredevil shit and leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to make it. I've seen Fast and Furious. I know how to drive. Exactly. (sighs) Um, Well, there's nothing going on in sports, Sarah. Nothing. It's it's dead. The world is dead. Nothing nothing good is happening in the world. Um, Well, they're talking about how we might have baseball, so I guess that, uh, that. What did you hear? What did you hear? Well, just that I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but then Dr. Fauci this week agreed that it's it's possible that like we can put every all the teams in hotels in one location and have them all play games at this one location, whether that be Arizona or Vegas, wherever it is. Uh, you know, I, for me, it's like that was also a basketball idea, but now they're talking about it with baseball. Oh, I just worry that, you know, I would want people to be with their families. I wouldn't want them to be like, because then it feels like a prison sentence. And like, this is what you have to do as like your community they service. They might do it, though. Um, you know, look these are tough times and, and they might do it just because they need the pay, you know, everybody needs a paycheck. You know, if I had to go live in a hotel and, but it meant that my family was getting paid. I'm living in a hotel playing baseball. You know, it's, there's worse, there's worse things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just, uh, I don't know if they'll be getting paid their full, you know, like, are they going to get their full amount? I mean, I'm sure they have to, but I don't know without ticket revenue. 
even at this point, a, a partial paycheck is better than no paycheck. I'm still a little upset. I don't know if you heard, but um, like StubHub and those online ticket brokers haven't refunded people their money for these baseball games that have been canceled. Because technically, they're postponed. They're not canceled. So, yeah. So, like, you could still go online today and buy tickets for the baseball game tonight. Only a sucker would do that. Which, by the way, I'm glad you reminded me. I'm going (laughs) to... No, Maverick, get out. Get out. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Maverick. I'm going to walk, and I just hear the baby crying and the dog running it. How do you get a backdrop? How do you get a backdrop in your... In oh, your that is... Uh, yeah, I had to upload that. That could, that happened. We, I had a virtual baby shower with some girlfriends the other night, and like they sent me this background. So you can download any what? photo, and then it, it on your screen next to where it says Stop Video, there's a little yeah. tab. If you click yeah. on that tab... It says choose virtual background. And then you can choose a photo from that. Oh, virtual background right there. Isn't that the dickens? Yeah. Yeah. If I could do it now. Let me see. Yeah. How about this? How's that how's that look? <laughs> the Golden Gate Bridge. It was the only one that popped up. Mrs. <laughs> options. That's probably, yeah, that's probably like your, your own personal, like that's just something that you had on your computer already. Right. Like I have this, I could change it to this. Do you see that? No, because I'm, I'm all of a sudden now I'm looking and Ooh, how about this? I'm gonna use this as my backdrop. This just happened. <laughs> Castle. <laughs> that's in Scotland. That's a. Uh, Hell yeah. All right. So how is that perhaps that? a picture that was taken during Rob Riggle global investigator filming? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that, uh, Gary. <laughs> matter of fact, it is. Oh, wow. This how is- about that? Is that perhaps from an episode that I could catch tonight or would I be catching another wild episode tonight on Discovery? That's a that's a great question, friend. Um, uh, you can catch an, a brand new episode tonight. And I think they're rerunning some old episodes. So the chances of you seeing the Holy Grail episode from here um, is possible. So yeah, yeah. My friend, tune into the discovery channel. I think there's even a new time too. I think it's 11 PM Eastern. So, but they'll be running a bunch of, hopefully uh, uh, these global investigators on Thursday night. So you can get a, I tell you what, a- I'm just going to, I'm going to tune in around 6 PM and I'll just wait. I think I that's have smart to tell thing you. I think black- the What's black finger episode was so funny. And, oh, I'm still laughing because uh, whoever wrote the, uh, like, you know, it says, like, the name of the person and then, like, three things about them. So there's this guy, I don't know if you can see his picture, David Sloan. Yeah. It says, local Arthur, pirate know-it-all, favorite pirate, pirate Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> that just made me laugh so hard. I wondered if anybody is they come up so fast and I'm always they come like, up so fast. And I had to go back and pause it and take a picture because I was like, wait, is did that say what I think it said? And then I rewound it and paused it and then oh it just made me laugh so hard. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it's really great. It's a really good show. It's really funny how, you know, I mean, you play up like how little you know. Well, you're not really playing it up. I'm sure you know nothing. <laughs> you're pretending yeah, like you know more. There, there are definitely moments where uh, I'm playing it up, and there's definitely moments where I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I did like the part when you guys were both on the pirate ship, and then you were like, I'm out of here. But you were like on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Stuck. It would be really hard to get in a fight with someone on a boat. It would be because there's nowhere to go. That's that's just that's what's up. It's like that old Mitch Hedberg joke. You remember that joke where he's like, the the worst place to ever get in a fight would be in a tent because <laughs> oh, you can't yeah. slam the flap. <laughs> <laughs> what what is that? Is that pit? Oh, that's you as Pitbull as your background now. Yeah. What about it? That's uh... <laughs> For the 99.9% of people listening to this as an audio podcast, we will post all of the pictures of Rob and Sarah being complete idiots with their Zoom backgrounds at Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. And if these shenanigans go on much longer, I may just go ahead and post the whole podcast as a video as well. So facebook.com slash Podcast for the 99.9% of people screaming at their iPods right now. What the hell are you guys doing? Sorry. You're right, Gary. You're absolutely right. It's just I, I found a new toy and I learned how to use it and I'm not good with electronics. So, Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> He's not right. Riggle. He said everybody's on Gary. their iPods and that's probably only my dad that's listening to this on an iPod. iPod, iPhone, I think you know what I mean, but... This well, is no, uh, this has become so visually intensive that I, I believe you will find the video of this at facebook.com slash Podcast unless they have an issue with me uploading such a long video. We'll see. What but, I want to talk about is the Dak Prescott thing. Did you hear about that? His birthday party, Riggle? No, I did not, but I'm dying to hear about it. What are you talking about? Just so you guys know, Riggle is scratching his beard with a mechanical pencil. And it's um, It's a mustache and it it feels good. It feels like when you have a cast on and you have to itch it. Oh, this is good. Good, good. All right. Tell me about Dak Prescott. Did he have a birthday party with naked ladies? He had a birthday party with 30 friends the other night at his house. So they all came over. Wasn't a virtual birthday party. Was a it was regular a, old thirty like a human in the flesh party like mm-hmm. they used to do in the olden days. Yeah, yeah, thirty people, including uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and then he posted pictures of the dinner table where everyone was sitting right next to each other. Like clearly, no social distancing happening. Just a total young kid thing to do, you know. Like right now. Can I be honest? I, I don't even care if he had friends over. Like it's it's that's that's. You know, whatever. Uh, it's the how dumb are you to post pictures of it? And, you know, just what well, that's it's such a dumb thing. Just live your life and shut up. Don't post well, you know, I mean, I never I don't I don't always think he's the best decision maker on the field. I thought he was a little bit better of a decision maker off the field. But I don't know. Maybe he is better on. I, well, it, apparently this is, that was a dumb call. And I don't know. Look, we're all desperate to hang out again. We're all desperate to go to a restaurant. Yeah. We're all desperate to – everybody's in the same boat. We've been doing this for what now? What are we doing this for? Over a month, right? Or right out of a month? 17 years, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's, been, it's been over a month. It's 
It's been Pardon. at least a month because March 15th, you know. Yeah. March the 12th is when they canceled the NBA. March 12th. Yeah, so uh, it's just amazing. Today's April 16th. It's also my dad's birthday. So happy birthday to my dad. Hey, happy birthday, happy dad. Birthday. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, That's right. So, well, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all we're all going stir crazy. We all want to have our friends over just don't do it. You just don't know because people don't have any symptoms. And then they're like, oh, I've never not been around anybody. Well, you have. You got mail. You checked your mail. You've been exposed. <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> is, I, I'm finding in this in this quarantine, and, and I know Gary's way ahead of me on this, but um, I, I have a beer every night now before I go to bed. <laughs> like every night. Yeah. I'm having beer of some sort and you know, that's how I, I take the edge off and wind down for the night. And I never did that before. I'd have a hundred beers in one night, but I'd never just like a beer. <laughs> well, you probably haven't been to bed at the same time every night in, since, you know, you were in the military and probably not even then. Yeah. Not, not even then, but, uh, but this is probably the most consistent schedule I've had in years, years, yeah. years. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what to do with myself. I mean, I'm really glad, like, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm glad because I don't have to go back to work anytime soon. And there's no pressure to go back to work because there's no work to go back to. So I don't feel any stress about anything right now. But like, I've definitely started getting emails asking me to do some other jobs just virtually from home. And I'm like, yeah, that's the best time for me to be working from home. You know, there's no pressure for me to have to go out and like try to, you know, make all this money as a, you know, new mom. Like, it's just like a little, it's kind of relaxing. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? What's going on in your world? Are you, are you finding this thing to be more tedious or, uh, or maybe, um, more helpful? I don't know. Um, I think honestly, I'm, I'm getting a very good appreciation for what my wife has been dealing with, um, kind of being home at all times with the baby. Um, you know, she, she got a new gig, uh, after the baby was born working from home. Um, I feel very, very blessed to still have a a steady job and, and kind of all of the work, uh, that I, I had beforehand. So that's, a, certainly a blessing when you look around at some of the other people around us who are suffering and, and uh, struggling. Um, so it's good from a financial standpoint. It's good from a keeping busy standpoint, but um, you know, I, I'm, I have nothing to complain about. You know, I'm, I'm loving how much time I get to spend with the boy and the wife, but um, I'm, I, I, you know, I was taking for granted the uh, adult interaction and the time out of the house and, and all that away from the boy. It's uh it's a hell of a job to be a stay-at-home parent. It's it's quite a lot. It is. It it, it is. It's brutal, and but it's it's rewarding in its yeah. in its own ways. It has its moments, but at the same time, it is a mind you know a little bit of a mind-numbing grind where you just and because you have to be. There's no downtime. There's no breaks. There's no. You're just on, 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 on. Um, but that's why, like, you know, it's so special when mom and dad get to go out to dinner. And have a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's even being denied. That's what's, that's the thing. You yeah. know, I think 
I think the first thing I think we talked about this. Did we talk about the first thing we're going to do? Oh yeah, you're going to uh, Morton's, and I'm going to be at the. I'm going to be two tables over. Um, Mastros. Mastros. Yes. You're right, Mastros. Uh, but yeah, one of my friends was saying uh, that for people in my, you know, around my age, you know, people with young children, I think after this, once once everything is really flipped off, not the dimmer switch, but the switch is just flipped back to on, I think a lot of grandparents are going to have kids shoved their way. Here, you haven't seen them in three months. We're going on vacation. Bye. Yeah, I'm I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to you know Tahoe, wherever, wherever. I'm taking a day and a half with the wife, and we're getting away. So I'm I'm looking. Forward I'm getting to that. a massage. I'm so all I've wanted for ten, well now eleven and a half months is to lay on my stomach yeah. while someone gives me a massage. And yeah. I, when you have to lay on your back all the time or your side, and you like can't lay on. I'm like a stomach sleeper, so. Oh, that's all I, I don't want. know. I don't know this for sure, but I would assume. Well, I shouldn't assume. I'm guessing that there might be a masseuse who can come to your house, wear a mask and gloves, and and do their job. You know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I would want them to, but yeah. <laughs> I don't Why trust not? anybody. <laughs> you trust anybody? No, not yet. I mean, I would be much more trustworthy if I didn't have a newborn baby. If I didn't feel like, you know, I just don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to like take any chance. At, yeah. I just have to be extra cautious. I don't think so I would be as your anal about it. Your experience, uh, pregnancy, you didn't drink. You you laid off the pipe. You laid <laughs> off the grass. You uh-huh. laid off some meth. You, mm-hmm. left, you laid off the yayo. You laid off all that stuff. With the with the understanding that once Cage was born, you could get back on the train and really party as hard as you wanted and as get, hard as you like. Get back to that, my old ways. Yeah, get back to who you are. And now that's been denied again. <laughs> so you're you you don't have the nine month deal. You have the what are we going on now? Going yeah, on I, I think yeah, I think the hardest part is obviously like the uh, yeah and I, I the one thing I wanted to do was like go to the casino you know like we can't we can't go to casinos I can't go to the get a massage or a spa or anything I have all these gift cards for spa like gift cards that people gave me as gifts and I'm just sitting in my drawer begging to be used this does bring a question this begs a question Gary and and Sarah I want to ask you guys of the big drugs, I'm not talking about alcohol and weed. I'm talking about of the big drugs, crystal meth, <laughs> cocaine, heroin, uh, pills, speed, angel dust. What, what would you guys do? Um, what would be the first one you did of the big if drugs? I was gonna, if I was going to do a drug? Yeah, win. Um, but you know, <laughs> we'll play it your way if you did it. <laughs> Ugh, I guess a little ayahuasca mixed with some like what opioids. The, what's an ayahuasca? Oh, come on, Rob Riggle. I'm serious. I don't oh. know what that is. Oh, you're telling me you haven't lived? Uh, okay. Is that a sports um, Is it like a monster? Ayahuasca. No, it's just like one of those like trippy LSD. I don't know. I've never done It's like what everybody does at Burning Man. It like opens your mind. <laughs> So that you can see There's, your soul or something. 
Holy shit. People go to South America to do it. Gary? I would never. <laughs> Gary? Well, are we talking, we're, we're talking while the quarantine's going on? Because it would absolutely not be an upper. I can't imagine someone wanting to do the cocaine or the crystal meth while you're locked <laughs> in your house. That just, sounds, that just sounds awful. No, no, no. This is this is after the, I'm I'm flash forwarding to, and I'm optimistic. I'm saying September, everything's back to normal. Um, so September, you know, I mean, I maybe maybe one of the the anxiety relieving ones, you know, maybe a Xanax or something, just kind of get well, this no, past. That's us. not a major. I want I want the dangerous drugs. I want the j- drugs you go to jail for. All right, uh, mushrooms mushrooms i don't want to do crystal meth i know that it's a fun bit on this show to say that i'm some kind of a freaking derelict but <laughs> no gonna... know what he's doing gary he's like trapping us into saying something awful i know and he's gonna be like oh i would never he's gonna say he would never do any drugs and how dare we I even know. bring up the fact because we have children exactly i know exactly what he's doing and i'm yeah, not gonna play this game how it's dare a trap. you it's a total trap Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Riggle. Have your fun. I wasn't thinking about a trap until right now when you just said it. And so now I will say that <laughs> you guys are terrible. That's just awful. <laughs> That's bad judgment, and you guys are bad people. Come on. Tell us what you would do. For um, real. Angel With dust. that mustache. Angel dust and all over my mustache, angel dust. <laughs> The way that you say angel dust with that picture of Pitbull behind you is pretty perfect. Angel dust sounds like the name of like your alter ego, like that you would play in the cop movie. Like you play, you're like an undercover cop, but you're, but your undercover name is angel dust when you try to get in the gang and like, no one believes you. Cause they like, who would name themselves angel dust? See if I, the way I see angel dust is, uh, I'm on a bowling team and we all have satin jackets and on the back of my silver satin jacket in cursive embroidery, it says angel dust. And that's my name on the, uh-huh. on the, on the midnight rollers. And, uh-huh. and we're, we're a badass bowling team. I'm angel dust. And Get I'm crop it. dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's in bold letters. Gothic yeah, and Gary Gary's is just dusty. <laughs> he dusty. Yeah. He so dusty. we got we got angel dust, crop dust, and dusty. This is our <laughs> this is this is the Riggles Picks bowling team with our satin jackets, embroidered cursive. Except for you, you have black letters. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how I envision uh, angel dust. I feel like mine okay. would be spelled out with duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> perfect that's perfect gary let's face it you're lucky to get a jacket and you're lucky to be on the team no i, I thought it would be on a wife beater but maybe i'm just imagining <laughs> well it's even better because you have a satin jacket on this says <laughs> dusty and duct tape on the back but no shirt no shirt sure sure <laughs> never never the shirt um <laughs> You guys want to do? Uh, you guys want to do a few possible turd award nominees, and then we'll get some oh. questions, maybe. Yes. All right. Well, one of our uh, frequent uh, contributors is a, a man you may remember named George Hinkle, 
And he, he contributed this story with a comment, and it says, Gary, this one made me think of you. Stay safe and keep paying them bills, my man. Now, <laughs> Oh, don't remember it's Bill singular, but okay. Well, you know, I'm just reading what he wrote. I'm not saying it's accurate. And you know what, George, I've already read this story and I don't appreciate it, but I'll go ahead and read it to the the guys here. (laughs) Police in suburban Cleveland say a half naked man intentionally crashed his car into a closed convenience store to get beer, injuring himself and a store employee. Rocky River, Ohio police say the 45 year old driver was wearing nothing from the waist down when he crashed through a store wall early Sunday and told the worker he needed beer. Police say the man barricaded himself in a beer cooler and told police to shoot him, but they subdued him with a stun gun device. Wait, uh, why did they? Why did he say to shoot him? I mean, presumably, it was a, shoot me, I'm not coming out. He's I don't drinking. know. <laughs> He's drinking. I mean, you've been, we've all been drinking. You know what it's like. You don't want the cops to ruin your good time, so... You got a choice. Kill me or get away. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt it was serious. I think it was a, sir, please come out of there. No, shoot me. What time of day was this? Well, the part that it doesn't, oh, it says early Sunday, so the, maybe a little after midnight Saturday night going into Sunday, but the fact that he told a worker means that the store was presumably open when he crashed through the wall. So I think this yeah, gentleman may, may have already been drinking when this all occurred. Yeah, well, this, clearly, this, reeks of, this reeks of a Saturday night special. The guy <laughs> got partying Saturday night. He ran out of booze. He 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 lit the candle, so he wanted to take. He wanted to burn it all down. We figured he's out of beer about one or two in the morning at a Seven Eleven or a Circle K or whatever the community. It's open. It's open. He comes barreling in through the sidewall uh, because why park out front um, when you can come in through the wall? So I get it. I That's think- a classic. I think that this is a case of I'm going to go out, get myself a refill. I'll just go through the drive-thru. Then you get to the establishment, there ain't no drive-thru, and you're like, fuck this, I'm going to make it a drive-thru <laughs> because I forgot to wear pants. Right. And I ain't getting out of my car because I forgot my pants. <laughs> I, I, honestly, 100% accurate. You just, <laughs> that's 100% accurate. That's exactly how it went down. Can you imagine? This guy's like, oh, man, what should I do? Turn around, go home, and get my pants. Or hit the gas. His wallet was in his pants. He was in such a rush. (laughs) He got his pants in his wallet and had his naked pickle hanging out. He couldn't go in. You're absolutely right. He wasn't about to go back. No. No. I ain't turning around. I come this far. I've come too far. If I go home, I'm never coming back. So I got to get my beer. I'm already out. Yeah, he's, he had one option, and he made his call. <laughs> I think he made the right call. This guy's my hero. I don't know if this should go on the turd wall or the hero wall. No, I guess because he barricaded himself in the beer cooler, which is dangerous without pants on. He required tasing. He got into a cooler with beer. Of, uh, and no pants. That's how. That's how deep his thirst is. He needed to quench his thirst, uh, and then he had to be brought. He had to be uh, extracted with uh, electrocution. So that I think that probably elevates it to turd. That and the fact he drove into yeah. the building. Um, yeah, I mean, the driving the building to me is not a turd. It's the barricading in your cooler without, which is unsafe when you don't have pants on because you could get pneumonia. 
And your your pickle could stick to the. To the <laughs> it becomes a stickle. It becomes a stickle, and you don't want a stickle. <laughs> Nobody can enjoy a stickle. All right, I think we need a new one here to move on. Um, <laughs> Gary, Gary, it's so unfair that we can't see you on video because we can't see you rolling your eyes at us. I know. He won't put himself on video because he's sitting on a can taking a heavy D. <laughs> he does it during it. our shows. He does it during our shows. Yes, it's <laughs> confounding why I won't put myself on video. <laughs> uh, Tannytown um, police, that Tannytown is in Maryland, are reminding residents to wear pants when checking their ma- mailbox. In a Facebook post, police said, quote, please remember to put on pants before leaving your house to check your mailbox. Police also <laughs> stated, quote, you know who you are. This is your final warning. Rick. <laughs> you know who you, you know are, who you Rick. Are. Rick Stevenson of Cherrywood yeah. Lane. Rick, classic Rick the Dick, always walking outside. His his schmeckle hanging out, his pickle. People, they had to remind people in Maryland to put their pants on to get their mail. Oh. Maryland's never been accused of being super bright. Maryland below the Mason Dixon line, so they're my people, our people. Oh. I shouldn't say mine. Oh they're my God. Think about that. When the police have to make an official formal statement to the public, mm-hmm. reminding their citizenry to wear pants when getting mail. <laughs> Just, sad. Just sad. What about the postman? He has to wear, he's wearing those weird shorts. How come he doesn't have to wear pants? That's a good question. Did you guys hear I mean, the story? Guess- Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Uh, but should we? I think we got to slap that whole town. The whole town is now on the wall. Damn. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I think Maryland for sure gets to go up on the big board because they have problems wearing pants. Yeah, that should well, be a involuntary. That should be a non-starter. That should be an automatic. You know, it shouldn't be something that they have to think about. It's like breathing. You don't tell yourself to breathe. You just breathe. I feel like when you go to get your mail, it's the one time of the day when you're leaving the house. So people should really dress up for it. Imagine really tripping out your neighbors every day. If you walk down to the mailbox in some other, some different crazy outfit every day. Yeah. One some day casual you're sheet wear to a bar or an after party, you know, or something like one day you go out in your tux, Rob, the next day you go out in your karate gi, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then one just, day you're just every, wearing every garment I own. Just go down and just see. Like <laughs> I guess today it's a parka. I guess tomorrow it's a, it's a tank top <laughs> that says you know yeah uh, uh, whatever. Shake it up. Take this. Yeah. My mailbox is on my door, so I won't. I don't, I don't even have to go outside. I don't need to put on pants. I can just reach my arm outside and grab my mail. My mail is it's a part of a community mailbox, so it's all down oh. in one spot. So I got to walk down there. It's quite a walk. It's about half a mile down there, so I have to walk down there with no pants on. That's a long walk. You could do it in heels. I could. <laughs> heels and that mustache? I'd be in it. Or wear that Pitbull outfit, your Kansas City Chiefs Pitbull outfit. Uh, everything you said is right. And everything <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's put them both up there. Yep. 
I think we have nice. another candidate here. Did you guys hear the story out of Illinois? I don't. This one was on our list last week, but I don't think we got to it. An Illinois mayor was pleading with residents last week, two weeks ago now, to follow the state's stay-at-home order. And after officers in his police department reported that people were continuing to defy the rules, the mayor said he directed the police department to use its discretion in issuing citations and arrests. Quote, these are very serious times, and I'm begging you to please stay at home, Brant Walker, mayor of Alton, Illinois, said in a briefing on Friday. Less than 48 hours later, police broke up a gathering at uh, Hiram's Tavern in downtown Alton where people were having a coronavirus party uh, after midnight. And among those in attendance, Mayor Walker's wife. No. Oh. You can't run a town if, if mom is not working with you. She got she got to get on board with the program. This is this oh. is going to cost him a reelection. That this thing's over. Wow, your wife stepping out on you to get the Rona. She uh, she oh. clearly isn't part of his platform. She doesn't care for his politics very much. Yeah, she's not practicing safe anything when she's skipping out on him. So, ooh, lordy, that's a. That's a tough, that's just dumb though. That's not that fun. I don't know if I want to put that up on the big board when people are just being dumb and endangering others. It's worth discussing. I mean, let's think about this. You have a mayor who gives the green light to, uh, to fine and and give citations uh, to citizens of his town, you know, putting out the hardcore uh, feel of, come on, guys, be responsible, be responsible, be responsible. Uh, and then little does he know, his wife is out on the scene uh, at a corona party uh, at a bar after hours. Is his like wife that. 17? Like, what is her deal? <laughs> is she a Florida teenager? Is she on spring break? What is she doing? I think his wife goes up on the big board. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, this is about the wife. I don't think this is about the mayor. The mayor's being responsible and doing what he's supposed to do. I think it's about the wife who's just totally not on his program, not on his platform, not on, not even listening to his husband speak. Or her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got a lot more issues. They got a, a lot of problems, these two. Because yeah. she ain't having none of his bullshit. But it's not bullshit. He's being, you know. He's doing his job. Yeah, he's um, doing his job. She's not doing hers. This sounds like uh, it sounds like uh, it goes deeper than the uh, corona. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot more going on. I feel like there's some under there's some anger uh, about the laundry not being done or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Well, you never. You know, there's probably one of those arguments happening from three years uh-huh. ago. I I, I I imagine you're correct. <laughs> Well, it's up to you if you want to put them up there. I'm going to put her. Uh, I'm going to put her on the board, uh, but under alternates. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun yeah, when you guys that's... create new categories. It doesn't doesn't complicate <laughs> uh, the turtle words at all for me. So I, I encourage you guys to keep that up. Um, Gary, we know you're just going to ignore it at the end of the year anyway. We know better. Yeah, exactly. Well. Uh, just because I don't want more categories, why don't we move to some listener questions? <laughs> Poor Gary. <laughs> Poor Gary. Um, I'm with you, Gary. 
All right, George Hinkle, uh, not so much a question, but he says, I love the new Riggles World Investigator Show. It's global investigator, sir. Uh, my kids think you are hilarious, Rob, and the passion you had for the shootout at the OK Corral was epic. Keep taking us on those adventures, making it fun and funny. And, you know, that's just a nice compliment. So thank you there, George. Oh, that was nice. Thanks, George. That was very nice. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate your family watching. Um, that, and I appreciate the kind words. Thank you so much. I know that they're messing with us. Though. They're messing with us. They're 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 fiddle futzing around with the time. So like normally it's Thursdays at nine, and now I think it's like Thursdays at eleven. But like I said, if you start watching Thursday early, they're going to be running old episodes plus the new one eventually. And if you're on the West Coast, they tend to you know show them early, and then they'll loop them again later. So Thursday night, just go to Discovery. You'll 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 catch us at some point. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nick. Sorry about that. Let me. Nick got a little sassy with the way I pronounce his name, so I've got it pulled up here on Facebook. It's uh, Nick Mergener, uh has a question here, and I'm going to add a little little spice to it. He says the NFL Players Association just agreed on a virtual offseason complete with Skype meetings and Skype workouts, which I didn't hear, but... His question then is, the obvious question is, how boring is Hard Knocks going to be this year? And my question for you guys is, have you heard which teams are reportedly going to be on Hard Knocks? And that's right, teams. Yeah. Isn't it the Chargers and the Rams? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Because I was like, I wondered if if, uh, Tampa Bay was going to be on Hard Knocks this year, but I guess they'd already been on there. And I thought the Rams had already been on – so I, I didn't think they had a chance to, but because they're being paired with the Chargers, because they're sharing that new stadium, I assumed that was why they were going to be on hard knocks. Yes, I think that's correct. So what do you guys think? I mean, assuming assuming that it's this virtual nonsense does keep going, how are they going to do hard knocks? They're going to have to just go and do individual shoots of everyone? Yeah, they're going to have to go to people's houses. But I don't think that that's going to be boring because normally we just see them at practice facilities, but it's always really fun when we see them go to their house. Like last year when we went to Antonio Brown's house and we saw him working out in his backyard, I loved that part. I thought that was cool to see like his workout regimen at home. So I feel like that's what we're going to be seeing a lot of. You think this thing's going to work at all? I don't even understand how it's going to work. Like, to me, the whole point is seeing the, the locker room, the weight room, seeing them on the field, and then catching up with them maybe every now and then a little later when they're, you know, back at the uh, – either at, at, at their home. With the, but even then, like, there's so much of it that has to be it's, – it's such a group thing. Like, I, I don't know how they pull it off. How, do you think it can be pulled off? Yeah, for sure. I do. I mean, I think – most of the off season is working out. I mean, what it, who it's really going to be hard for are the rookies trying to make the actual team. You know what I mean? Well, I'm talking, but I'm talking about I'm talking about training camp, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. But training camp is a lot of going over like learning plays, which you know you can technically do at home, even though you can't practice them. You could still practice them at home with your fam, you know, like your, you know, your family or a friend at home. And then the other part is working out. So I feel like you can do that anywhere. Well, you're right about the working out and yes, you can study on paper, but you have to get out on the field and, and actually run at speed 
so you can execute and get timing and identify where people are for blocking purposes. And uh, I mean, you're right. You can do some preparatory work. You definitely can, but can you make a show out of that? Can that, would it be an interesting show to watch? I don't don't know. Yeah, I think so. So because I think that these guys' personal stories are always what's the most interesting. And so seeing them in an environment, especially an environment that's changed and different and difficult and harder, and an environment that we're all going through, we're all stuck at home. What are we trying to do about it? What what are the things that separate us? What What can we do at home to better ourselves, to be better at our job? And I think it's, I think that's, what's going to be interesting is seeing all these different environments instead of the same practice facility, the same field all the time, it's going to be completely different locations and places. Well, uh, that's interesting. And and you make good points, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it'll be, look, can they do it uh, logistically? Sure. Of course they can. They can pull off anything. Um, but is it going to be interesting and compelling to watch? I don't know, but we'll have to see. But that is interesting. It's an interesting question. All right, last one. Uh, then we'll get out of here. From Eric Taylor, this uh, he wants to know what is your guys' favorite quarantine meals. Good oh. question. Man. I've been soup. I've been souping. I've been a soup fool um, because they're easy to make, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm making a lot of them. So. Um, I can make, I make a lot of soup and I make mac and cheese. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've been experimenting with the Instapot since we got one of those for Christmas and I had never used it or practiced with it. So I made a lasagna soup with that. That was really good. And then, um, I've been making a lot of tacos because I've been wanting avocados. So lots of tacos. That's another thing I can do, actually. I can brown meat. I can put the uh, taco uh, seasoning. I like McCormick's taco seasoning. And, <laughs> Shout out. And uh, uh, I, I mix it. You know, you can, you can mix that up. And then I get Doritos and uh, I put a paper towel over a handful and I crush them so they're, they're little, you know, micro, right? Mm-hmm. Little micro. <laughs> and... Um, uh, and then I put the, the meat on top of the, the broken up uh, Doritos with a little sour cream and cheese. And now mm. I've got a taco salad and it's uh, it's deluxe. So there's this place in Los Angeles and Los Feliz called Malo. I don't know if you've ever been, but they're famous for their ground beef and pickle tacos. And so if you put a few dill pickles in your taco, just the way it is, no need to add. Don't put bread and butter. Just put dill pickles chopped up, not relish, dill pickles in the taco. Just try it. Very good. For real? Mm-hmm. Just a fun that? experiment. I'm going to have yeah. to try that. Great question, though. Uh, and also, I'll say this. Uh, along with uh, the simple meals that I'm engaged in, um, I will also I support my local businesses. So mm-hmm. uh, I use DoorDash and have some food brought to me every now and then. Yep, us too. Yeah, I use all the. Yeah, we have. Especially my favorite restaurants because I don't want them to. I, I want them to be there when this thing's over. Yeah, me too, for sure. So yeah, it's nice to get places delivered. Um, 
where I live, you can go pick things up curbside with no contact. They have all that set up for our local restaurant so that they can stay in business. So I've been trying to do that at least once a week, like this, the same amount that we normally did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a good, that was a great question. That was uh, very interesting yeah. especially during these times. So who was that you said, Eric asked that? Yeah, I believe his name was Eric Taylor. Well, thank you, Eric, for, for that great question. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for everybody listening. Thanks uh, for hanging out with us during these crazy times. It's always a lot of fun. We're just, just quarantining, guys. Just, <laughs> just, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. And I think that's what's going to be up for the rest of this month, maybe a little into May, too. So yep. uh, everybody hang in there. Keep doing uh, what you're doing. Follow the rules and uh, um, keep sending your questions. Give us stuff to talk about because we love that. We love having uh, um, to hear what you guys are what you guys are thinking, so we can engage with you. Yeah, Facebook.com/slash Riggles Picks Podcast. We'll throw up a bunch of the pictures of Rob and Sarah being silly earlier in this episode, and maybe even the video. We'll uh, we'll see what Facebook uh, allows. But yeah, sub- submit your uh, your questions and your turd awards and your discussion topics there. Facebook.com/slash Riggles Picks Podcast. And send us pictures of your fancy outfits on your way to the mailbox. (laughs) You don't have to do that. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, uh, for Rob Riggle and Sarah Tiana and Gary, Gary. the alcoholic. (laughs) Uh, This has been Riggle's Picks. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 